God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. The fence of kingdom values. Hallelujah. And we said what we mean. You know, Paul said, he says, I'm set for the defense of the gospel. Hallelujah. He says, I'm set for the defense. Amen. And I said, we not only we are to defend the values of the kingdom of God. Amen. You see, your kingdom citizenship is greater than whatever you are in this world. Amen. Uh, you may be a Nigerian, a Ghanaian, you may be uh, a Benin, Yoruba, an Aosa person. Your kingdom citizen is greater than your membership in any of this. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, and this has to become real to you. Amen. It has to become real to you. Hey, come on, let's think about it. Is it really greater? Do you think being a citizen of the kingdom of God is greater than being a citizen of Nigeria? Uh, how many of you think it's greater? Uh, some people don't think it's greater. How many of you think being a citizen of God's kingdom is greater than being a Nigerian? Or being a member of the Benin kingdom? Or the outside kingdom? Or Sokoto? Amen. You believe that? Then... I said, it's not about saying I believe uh, this is greater. It's not about what you say, it's about what you do. Amen. It's about what you do for the kingdom. Amen. When you belong to a cause, when you belong to a country, when you belong to a, a tribe or a group, you do something for it. Amen. You do something for it. You play an active role. You play a role. For instance, there's an election all around the corner, and we have members of different political parties. Amen. And, and the members of those parties are working towards their party. They are working for their party. They present themselves to their party. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, because of their love for the party. Glory to God.
The same thing you must do for the kingdom of God. What's greater than that party, than that country, than that tribe? Amen. Than that company. Praise the Lord. The same you must do. You see, we need to move past the day where we say things with our mouths. And it's like what God said. He said, these people honor me with their mouth. He says, but their heart is far from me. Praise the Lord. Gone are those days. We had the last day. Amen. Like it or not, Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. Praise God. Jesus is coming soon. It's coming soon, brother. Amen. Amen. It's coming. So, we're talking about the defense of kingdom values. This is the test of our Christianity. This is the proof of our Christianity. This is the proof. That will believe this thing. Amen. And your proof for love is not just by what you say, it's by what you do. Amen. Tell somebody I love you and you don't do what's consistent. What would the person say? You don't love me. <laughs> what kind of love is this? Praise God. Hallelujah. So we started talking about this kingdom values. I said when we say kingdom values, we're talking about the works. In other words, what is valuable in the kingdom of God? Amen. What does the kingdom see as valuable? How many of you in the kingdom of God? Are you in the kingdom of God? Uh, you know, we have some new people today. Uh, are you in the kingdom of God? If you're born again, you were born into that kingdom. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. So if you're born again, you're born into that kingdom. And you are a citizen of that kingdom. Amen. And you need to play your role. Hallelujah. As a citizen, what is your citizen role? What is your role? What is your responsibility? You know, we talk all about the benefits of the kingdom. We talk in many places, we talk all, all about the, the, the grace that we enjoy in the kingdom of God. But we have a role. Amen. We have a responsibility. Amen. Hallelujah. And responsibility is for the matured. Hallelujah. It's for the matured. Hallelujah. So if you're not matured, after this message today, you will become matured. Hallelujah. You start thinking like the matured. Amen. You start thinking as a matured citizen of the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So I said, what is the value? And we talked about, um, we talked about the principles. I said they are valuable principles of the kingdom of God. Amen. Valuable principles. Amen. They are principles we need to defend. We don't allow the world uh, diminish those values in our minds. Amen. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are principles 
that the kingdom of God gives us that are acceptable to God. And we've been talking about that. Amen. Then I said, there is the mission. Amen. There is the mission. There is the mission of the kingdom. Amen. There is the mission. What is the, what is the mission of the kingdom? What is the kingdom doing here? Amen. What is the mission? Okay, let's go to that Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. I hope you're here with your Bibles. Matthew chapter 28 from verse 18. Verse 18. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. If you know your Bibles, uh, you can look at the projector. Praise the Lord. And well, next week, bring your Bibles. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you there? Okay. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Amen. This is all power. Uh, the Greek word is actually exousia. It's the correct definition will be authority. Amen. All authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All authority. Oh boy. In other words, it's trying to tell you the length of the mission. Amen. What is the length of this mission? What is the breadth of it? What, what is the depth of it? What is the height of the mission? Amen. You know, when Jesus was with them, he sent them and said, Go, he sent the twelve at first. Then later he sent seventy-two. And he said, Go only to the lost sheep of Israel. He says, Go nowhere among the gentiles praise the lord but this is after the resurrection amen this is after the resurrection and this time he had received authority from the father amen and he's telling them all authority amen all authority in heaven and is given to me go next verse it says, Go ye therefore and teach who all nations. Amen. Not just the Jews anymore. It says, All nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. It says, Teach all nations, all nations. All nations he says go and teach all nations what is the length of the mission what is the depth of the mission what, how wide is this who does he cover this is all nations amen that means all the earth praise Jesus all the earth 
Let's go to Mark's account of the story. Mark chapter 16. Let's go to Mark chapter 16 from verse 15. Let's see Mark's account of this event. Praise the Lord. Mark chapter 16 and verse 15. Praise the Lord. Are you there? Okay. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world. Oh boy. Amen. Into all the world. We're talking about the the the, the the breath of the mission. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Hallelujah. Every creature. Every creature. That means every man creature. Amen. It isn't talking about animals. Every creature. Every man. Matthew says all nations. That's what he's talking about. All nations everybody every man that they might become new creation hallelujah he says if any man be quiet they might become a new creation so he says preach to every creature whether the black man the white man the colored every creature hallelujah every creature what is the what is the mission Amen. You see, because we live in a day where, um, you know, the world system is making us believe that, you know, Jesus is not the way to the Father. They're trying to make us accept. Amen. They're trying to make us accept that Jesus is not the only way to to the Father. Praise God. They can tell us of some religions and say, oh, this you mean all these people? These people are good people. They are good people. <laughs> Is that, can you tell me that all these people, are you telling me that all these many millions of people who believe in this religion, this other religion, are, are they are not going to be saved? You know, and some of us are beginning to reason it out. It's true. God, God, will, God, God cannot. This person is very good. These people are good people. <laughs> they are good people. <laughs> I said, defense of the. You see, they are telling you that you're already losing the mission. The mission says to all creatures, Amen. To all nations. And the world is telling you something against the mission. It's trying to tell us the mission has been forgotten. Amen. It's just to every creature. Let me tell you something. It doesn't matter how good somebody is. Amen. It doesn't matter how good, it doesn't matter how many. Praise the Lord. 
doesn't matter how good, it doesn't matter how kind, it doesn't matter how loving a person is. The Bible says your works cannot save you. Amen. It says our righteousness is as filthy rags. Amen. That's what it says in Isaiah. Your works cannot, your goodness cannot save you. Only the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. That speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Only the blood of Jesus is able to save. We were saved not by works. Amen. We that preach this message, we that are Christians, we are not saved by works. So how can you not believe because of some other people's good works, they will be saved? Come on. That's against the message. Amen. Do you think because you're a nice person, that's why you were saved? <laughs> if you that became a Christian, your niceness didn't make you saved, but your accepting Jesus into your heart saved you. What makes you not think somebody that doesn't know Jesus, that doesn't believe, his niceness, his goodness will save him? It's not going to work. He says, we're saved not of works. It's, it's, it's by grace. Hallelujah. By faith in Jesus. Amen. Faith in Jesus. It doesn't matter what you have faith in. Your faith in Jesus is what saves you. Hallelujah. That's what saves you. And after you are saved, then your righteousness cannot count. But before you are saved, your works are not counted. Do you hear what I said? I said, after you are saved, then your works can be counted. You're not to work out your salvation. But before you are saved, your righteousness is as fitty rags until you are saved. Amen. When you are now saved by Jesus, then your righteousness becomes what? What does it become? Yes. What does it become? Fruits to God. Hallelujah. Then your righteousness become a fruits. A fruits of righteousness. A fruits to God. A fruits of the Spirit. Amen. See, but before you're saved, it's, it's, it's not acceptable. It's filthy. Amen. So I said, we live in a world where our faith is being challenged. The mission is being challenged by worldly wisdom. Amen. And some in the church are beginning to accept such worldly wisdom. They're beginning to compromise the mission. They're beginning to compromise the mission. And consider something outside the word. It's funny, but even some preachers teach that. There's some pastors that believe there's other ways to God. There's some pastors. The preachers think that way. Praise God. Let's go to Galatians chapter 1. Are you still here? You're getting something, right? You're getting something? 
I love the word of God. You know, the word of God is light. You know, it's light. Uh, when you come to church like this, or when you study the word at home, or light comes to you. David said, "Is a light to my path and lamp for my feet." Amen. Maybe you were outside and they said a lot of nonsense outside, and you begin to believe what they said, or you began to do some things. When you come to church, you receive light. And you say, oh, oh, you receive illumination, correction, hallelujah, strength, praise the Lord. That's how church should be. Galatians chapter 1, I'd like us to read verse 6. Okay, I'll just read, just follow, okay? It says, I marvel, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ, unto another gospel. Which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. It is, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Praise God. Amen. You know, God is not an author of confusion. Amen. It's not an altar of confusion. It doesn't cause confusion. It's a God of peace and orderliness. When Jesus came, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. Amen. And in that act, Peter said, there is no other name, amen, given to men under heaven by which we must be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Lord established the church 2,000 years ago. Amen. Therefore, the Lord could not orchestrate another religion after that. Praise the Lord. He couldn't have orchestrated another religion or another way after 2,000 years ago. He couldn't. It's not possible. Not the Father of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Not the Father of the Lord Jesus. So any religion that claims they serve God is not serving God. God is not an author of confusion. Amen. Could not have set up another gospel after Jesus. Now Paul was preaching and he preached to the people of Galatians. 
and he was an apostle he had to move and he was moving from place to place when he left after some time some other people brought another message amen that was not completely truth to the Galatians and the Galatians started believing and Paul heard and he wrote this letter he says I marvel I marvel that you are so soon removed from the truth another person comes to preach something to you and you believe it praise the Lord I mean it shows you were not convicted amen you were not convicted you didn't have the Christian conviction if somebody can come and preach something else to you and say this is the way to God would you believe would you be converted eh? I, I speak to all of you will you be converted but those who are not convicted those who are not convinced fully persuaded that's what happened to the church in Galatians and you know Paul was mad he was angry and he said, if there anybody comes to preach, is it let that person be cursed? It's the first time you ever hear Paul cursing somebody <laughs> in scripture. Praise God. Paul was always a cool guy. But this matter was, was Paul will not take it granted. Praise the Lord. This is who told you another gospel. Who? After all that happened, after all the signs and wonders, is it before you Christ was there was confirmation of the gospel? How come somebody else came to preach something else to you and you believe? And some of you are giving yourself to to eat. Amen. You know we need to check ourselves. Amen. We don't check ourselves. How strong is your faith? Amen. How strong? How strong is your faith in the Lord? Amen. Now, your faith in the Lord Jesus is different from your faith for some blessings. Amen. You understand? Your faith in the Lord Jesus is different from your faith in healing or deliverance or prosperity. You see, when I'm talking about your faith, I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about whether you believe you can heal the sick or believe in. I'm talking about your faith in Him, in His salvation. Amen. How strong is that faith? James calls it your most holy faith. Your most holy faith. Peter calls it your precious faith like precious faith that we have obtained how strong is that faith amen you need to check yourself you need to examine yourself as christians we need to examine ourselves every now and then amen examine ourselves is your shake unmovable should be Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to chapter 2. 
same Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. Hallelujah. Are you there? Okay. It is, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ died in vain. Uh, that's it. That was his submission. It is, if righteousness comes, justification, if it comes through, it's, it's by your works. Is it then Christ died in vain? If somebody can become saved, if somebody can receive righteousness with justification by his works, then Christ died in vain. Praise the Lord. Come on. What are we preaching? If there's another way, what are we do- how are we doing the things we're doing? Would I just tell people, oh, just be good, just be good, just be a good person, be a kind person. You don't have to, you know, just be cool and kind. Like the word preaches. You understand? If there's another way, then we're preaching it. We're doing all these things we're doing is in vain. But we're not preaching in vain. Hallelujah. We're not preaching in vain. We are convinced that there is only one way to the Father. Amen. We are convinced, fully persuaded. You understand? With faith unmovable, with conviction unshakable. That there is only one way to the Father. Jesus Christ. Only one way. We're convinced. And we defend this mission. And we continue to preach to all creatures. And we continue to teach all nations. Amen. And we'll continue this mission. We'll continue to do it. And it's for every one of us. Every one of us. Everyone. Amen. Every one of us must bear witness to the gospel. Every one of us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In your house, in your streets, in your school, your work, or your office. You gotta bear witness. Amen. You gotta bear witness. Amen. You gotta bear witness. You gotta defend this mission. Don't let somebody come say any thing to you. Defend the mission. Hallelujah. And sometimes they like to ask questions. Are you telling me? Are you are you telling me that all these people <laughs> All these people, are you telling me that all these people won't be saved? It's only you Christians. Are you? <laughs> Just tell them there's no other name. Hallelujah. There's no other name. That's all I got to say. No other, no other name. No other name. You don't need to argue with people. Praise the Lord. You don't need to argue with people. You don't need to, we're not forcing people to believe. Amen. It's God that gives people to believe. Amen. And they make up their mind to believe. Hallelujah. We're not forcing people. Our job is to preach. Amen. 
Our job is to preach to everybody. He says, preach. That's what God told us to do. Preach. He says, he that believes will be saved. Amen. You see? He says, preach. The instruction of preaching and healing are different. You see? He says, preach. Then he that believes. Uh-huh. When it comes to healing, he says, heal. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Are you getting this thing? The defense of the mission. The defense of the mission. In that Romans chapter 12, verse 16. Let's go there. Romans uh, verse 11. Romans 12, 11. Romans chapter 12, verse 11. Are you there? Are you still here? Are you getting stronger? You're getting stronger in this thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, God wants us to be strong. He says, be strong in the Lord. He says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. Every one of us. He says, not slothful. Don't lag in zeal. Don't lag. Don't be lazy. Don't lag in zeal. Your zeal for the Lord. Your zeal for the kingdom. What is your zeal? Do you have zeal? For the kingdom of God? Do you have zeal for the Lord? He says, don't lag in zeal. Fervent in spirit. That means be aglow. Be on fire. Be revived. Amen. Hallelujah. Be aglow in spirit. He says, serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Every one of us, it's our mission. Amen. We have a mission and we need to defend it. Amen. We need to defend that mission. We need to do that mission. Amen. Glory to God. And evangelism is not for pastor only, it's for everybody. Amen. It's for everybody. Everybody must be involved. Hallelujah. Everybody must be involved in the work. Must be involved in the work. You need to find time. No matter how busy you are, you need to find time. Amen. You need to find time. No matter how your schedule is, you can find time. Amen. If you can find time to rest, to eat, to sleep, you can find time. Hallelujah. You can find time to say, hey, brother and so and so let's go for outreach amen two of us hey sister Elaine let's go together let's go for outreach hallelujah let's take just one hour let's go do this amen yeah what how busy you are it takes conviction you understand to do such 
Amen. Hallelujah. So that's the mission. Amen. The mission is to preach the gospel to everybody. Amen. Preach the gospel to everybody. Your part is to preach. Amen. That's your part. I say you don't force people to believe in Jesus. You don't force people. You don't force people. You preach, they believe. They don't believe. You've done your work. Hallelujah. You've done your work. Move to the next person. Move to the next person. When Jesus told them to go preach, he said, when you enter a city, he says, preach the kingdom of God to them. He says, if they do not hear you in that city, he says, leave them and dust yourself. <laughs> he said, dust, dust yourself and leave. He said, dust your feet. Amen. Because he knows not everybody will believe. Amen. Not everybody will believe. He knows. Hallelujah. You see, but there are those who have been, they are called the elect. Amen. When you saw your Bible, you find that there are some that are called the elect. One time, Paul was preaching in a city and I believe he was facing persecution and he was about to leave. And the Lord appeared to him in a, in a dream and said, stay here and preach, continue to preach. He says, there are many that belong to me in this city. Amen. In other words, Paul had to wait and continue preaching because some lawyer heard the message. So he had to wait and he kept preaching. Amen. Because there were, so, were those that were elected. In other words, they've been elected. by the Lord to come to salvation. Amen. But you see, if somebody doesn't preach to them, if someone doesn't preach to them, then how would they be saved? Amen. So that's why I say your job is to preach. Your job is to preach. Amen. God is the one that opens the heart to believe. Your job is to preach. If you don't preach, God, see, an angel can't preach this message. If God wants somebody to be saved, the only way for that person to be saved is for a man to preach to that person. God cannot just save the person by himself from heaven. It's not possible. If God could save like that, hey, come on, what are we doing? He would have, since how years ago, he would have just saved everybody. Oops! <laughs> you know, up! Rapture! <laughs> Praise the Lord. Rapture up! Everybody that were elected would just go up. And, you know, a new heaven, a new earth, everything would just have started since. There will be no more devil. <laughs> but it doesn't work like that. Amen. A man has to, an angel cannot preach. Have you read about uh, the centurion? Is it Cornelius? Have you read about him? How many of you have heard about Cornelius? Okay, 
was a man. He was a, the Bible says he was a devout man. In other words, he believed in God. He served God. He was a religious man. Not a Christian. He was a religious man. He was a good man. Good. Kind. And an angel came to him. What did the angel say? He says, God has heard your prayer. God has been blessing the man. You know, because it's good. But he said, God has heard your prayer in your arms. Now God wants you to come to salvation. He says, send men to Joppa. Let them send from a man called Simon Peter. And he will come and tell the words by which you will be saved. The angel could not preach it. Why did the angel say, oh, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten soul. That whosoever believes in him should not pray. Do you believe? Same. Take it. <laughs> Why didn't the angel do that? It's not his mission. Amen. The mission of angels to preach. It's not their mission. Their mission is to work for us. Amen. To minister for us, to assist us, not to preach. Amen. Not to preach. They can heal, they can preach. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Preaching is for the kingdom people, the citizens. So the man was a good and kind man, but he was not saved. His goodness and kindness could not save him. Amen. He had to look for Peter. And he had to send for Peter because there were no Christians around him. You see? There were no Christians around him. There was no church in his state, in his city, no church. He had never heard the message. Hallelujah. So this is the way for salvation, preaching. That's why every one of us, he says, preach to every creature. He says, go into all the world. Every one of us, we have our world. Amen. The people around you, they are your world. Amen. They are your world and you are the preacher to them. I may not be able to get to them. Hallelujah. I may not be able to, even though I go for outreach with you, I may not be able to enter people's houses. Amen. You are the one there. Hallelujah. You are the one to preach to those people. You are the one to lead them to Christ and say, hey, you know what? Jesus Christ died for you. And there's no other name. God so loved us. There's no other name. He has given us salvation, eternal life. God wants you to be saved. He wants you to be saved. He has cleansed all your sins through the blood of Jesus. But you have to receive it. You have to receive it. Amen. And I say, yeah, I believe. It's okay. You bring them to church. Hallelujah. Amen. That's it. That's it. So there's a mission. Amen. There's a mission. And you know what? This mission is unto let's see. You know we are expecting the Lord soon. Amen. Hallelujah. We're expecting the Lord. Imagine you're working, you'll be given a work, and you don't know when your boss is gonna come back. He better comes and finds you working. Amen. He better comes back. If he comes back and sees you are watching Telemundo. <laughs> They're watching Telemundo. When you're supposed to be walking. 
It's a parable like that. Amen. So we have to be working. Amen. He says, be alert. Be alert. He says, you don't know the day or how it will come. He says, be alert. You've got to be working. Hallelujah. So when you have that in mind, that your boss is coming, you won't want to sleep. Amen. You won't want to sleep. I mean spiritually now, okay? Sleeping spiritually means, you know, you start forget the things about the kingdom and you lose your zeal and you start doing the things of the world and enjoying yourself and you forgot about the kingdom that's how to sleep spiritually but he says we are not of them that sleep amen we are of them that are awake because we are the lights amen hallelujah so you're mindful of your boss is coming he's coming and he's gonna find you working when he comes amen hallelujah glory to god i've got a mission i've got a mission i'm dedicated to that mission i'm fully persuaded about that mission see nothing can deter my mission i'm succeeding in this mission I will not sleep. I will not sleep spiritually. I'll be awake spiritually. And I'll be about the mission every day, waiting for the boss, the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Go ahead. Talk to God. Talk to God. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make Him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe He died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept Him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen. to bring us to sonship.
eternal life is the life that God himself has is the life that makes him God hallelujah the Bible says Christ in you Christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah you now have life in you you have the life of God I welcome you to the family of God I welcome you to the kingdom of God